Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Two-Way Podcast. We are here and playoff basketball has, is underway. Um, you know, we're about a week in to all these series um, and we're going to be reviewing them uh, with Eduardo Mole. Um, let's just start off with uh, both of our, both of some big concerns. Um, the one seeds, most notably the big three, along with the Clippers, struggling. Um, you know, the, the Clippers could have been down 2-0, um, if Por- Chris Apps Porzingis did not have that terrible ejection. Um, and, you know, the Lakers lost game one to Portland, um, and they look like they're struggling, even though they did get a bounce-back blowout win in game two. Um, and then uh, you segue over to the Bucks, who lost uh, to the Orlando Magic in uh, game one. Uh, what do you think about, you know, the, these top-tier teams struggling, uh, and what do you think about them going forward? Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a surprise. Um, like you said, the Mavericks uh, could have won that game if Porzingis wasn't ejected, uh, which was insane. That was just terrible. The NBA was too soft. And, I mean, uh, Doc Rivers and Steve Ballmer probably paid the refs. Um, not really because that's illegal. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was insane to see. That, that was nothing. Uh, and, you know, you have thousands of cameras in the court that caught that, and that was nothing. Uh, so they could have been down by two, uh, two well, like you said. Um, but then, you know, uh, that game uh, with playoff P or pandemic P, uh, also, I mean, disappointing. Uh, and then last game, uh, yesterday, Kawhi, you know, really, really, you know, carried that team because he dropped like 36 or something, which was yep. insane. Kawhi, you know, if it wasn't because of him, uh, it, I don't know. Uh, what position they would have been because, you know, uh, I think both of us predicted uh, the Clippers to win in five, you know, and at this rate, you know, they, they almost lost that game. The, the Mavericks would have probably won. And then, you know, they lost an actual game. Uh, So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I think the, I think they, uh, I think next game, they'll probably, you know, come back as the Clippers we know, Uh, but, but let's see. I mean, if Luca and Porzingis have another great game, it's going to be – I mean, I love the Mavericks. If this happened, I, I, I'd always be happy. Uh, I wouldn't really care. Uh, but, you know, obviously it wouldn't be the, the matchup we were expecting uh, in Lakers and Clippers. But I, I feel like the Clippers will pull it out uh, maybe in five, uh, maybe in six. Uh, I don't think it'd go to seven. Uh, then you have the Lakers and the Blazers. Uh, Blazers to game one. Uh, LeBron had a terrible game. Uh, LeBron is, isn't having some great games, uh, but, you know, you have AD picking up the pieces. Uh, but in that game, uh, it, was, it wasn't it was definitely LeBron. Uh, it was the team. I mean, that was just insane. How can you expect them to win when you have two great players, two good players, and one of them, you know, has an okay night? The other, uh, the other role players need to come in, and they just didn't do that. You know, Danny Green had a terrible game. Uh, KCP, well, what the hell? No, this is supposed to be the best team of the league, and they're just not playing like it. Obviously, a lot of merit goes to the Blazers and Dame and CJ and everything they're doing. Uh, but, you know, they need to start, you know, playing like uh, the Lakers we expect. 
and, and you know, in the bubble, uh, we saw a little bit of that Lakers team just kind of not seeming like the Lakers team. Uh, and a lot of pieces um, that were important weren't there, uh, especially Avery Bradley. Um, you need that defense. The Lakers are really great at defense, uh, especially in the perimeter. Uh, but, you know, clearly they can still, still win this. Uh, maybe it'll go to six. I don't think it was seven at all, uh, or maybe just even five. And then the Bucks obviously lost game one uh, and came back in game two. Giannis had a great game. Uh, Middleton isn't isn't playing that well, uh, you know, uh, especially last game. Two points, five rebounds, six assists, one for eight in field goal. That's just, you know, uh, you've talked about it before. Middleton is not that second option that we hope uh, and that a team like uh, the Bucks need. Uh, and, and, you know, it's showing. Uh, I was expecting Middleton to fall off a bit in the playoffs, but not at this rate. The, this is just insane. Giannis will not be able to do this. Uh, Middleton needs to step it up. And, you know, those are the, the, the one seeds uh, and the two seeding, the Clippers. Um, but I feel like they, they, they're all going to pull it out. Uh, I feel like they can still all win. Uh, and, but, you know, let's see, uh, because a lot of these teams are not playing like the teams we have seen. Yeah, uh, I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, you did have Luka getting injured uh, in that game three against the Clippers. That was the reason that the Clippers um, ended up taking care of business easily. Um, but, I mean, six, segueing back to the Lakers, um, I think, you know, it's important to uh, emphasize the lack of a third star for them. Um, and I, I want to ask you this. Um, who do you think is the third best player for the Lakers? Because, you know, I, I feel like at times it can be Danny Green. Um, I feel like at times it can be Kuzma, uh, even JaVale McGee sometimes. But um, with, with the – especially in this series, going up against the Portland guards, uh, with the lack of defense from the Lakers um, uh, against Dame and CJ, uh, I, I think Avery Bradley is also in that conversation. Yeah. What do you think? Avery Bradley, if he was uh, in this series, it would have been different because, like you said, the Blazers' guards uh, are insane, and you don't have really anybody to defend them. Uh, this third star in the Lakers is non-existent uh, because, sure, a lot of these players can't get good games, Kuzma, Danny Green, uh, but they're all so inconsistent, and you cannot trust them at all uh, because sometimes they have good games where they contribute, and sometimes they're just ass. Just completely terrible. And, you know, let's say, you know, AD is obviously playing great. Uh, but let's say uh, he takes one game kind of off where he's not this AD, uh, where he just doesn't score that much or anything. It's going to be LeBron. And that's it because you don't really trust any other players. And, and you know, at, at that point, it's just why. Um, you need to, you know, move some, move some stuff around. Uh, this team doesn't really fit. Honestly, I'd probably trade Kuzma. He's not a great player, uh, and he can definitely not be trusted as the the, the third star. Uh, if Avery Bradley were here, uh, he would probably be that third star, uh, just because of how crucial he would be to the series. Yeah, and um, and then I do want to go over. Uh, what's been the most disappointing series so far, and it's Houston OKC. Even without Westbrook, Houston is taking care of business. They seem like one of the few teams that has given it 100% effort on defense um, in, in the bubble, um, and, and and OKC has just not stepped it up in the playoffs. 
uh, and Houston's rolling right now. What do you think of this series? Yeah, um, like you said, kind of disappointing. Um, obviously, I predicted them to win in seven, uh, but, you know, I thought it would be closer. Chris Ball is doing what he needs to do. Um, and, and, but, you know, even without Westbrook, like you said, the Rockets are just insane. James Harden, obviously, is an amazing player, but the whole team is just playing like crazy. Uh, Rocco at the center is working. P.J. Tucker is working. Uh, Eric Gordon at the shooting guard now is working. Uh, and this team is just amazing. Uh, I feel like we've definitely overlooked them. Um, obviously, uh, this matchup against the Thunder uh, isn't, you know, what's going to really pose a problem to them uh, because the Thunder don't really have one dominating big man. Uh, but, you know, uh, except for Steven Adams. Uh, but, you know, Steven Adams, I guess you could say that's a dominating big man, but I feel like he's not uh, on par with someone like uh, a Jokic or a Giannis or anything like that, you know. Uh, but, you know, this Rockets team, I guess I'm happy uh, because I did predict them, predict them to win. Uh, but, you know, I feel like this series uh, is not interesting at all. Oh, let's see what happens. Uh, there's still a few games. They're only up by 2-0. Uh, I feel like the Thunder can come back, uh, but they they need to, I don't know, right, right now, uh, obviously the Thunder didn't have that one star. Uh, Chris Ball uh, isn't really that star that you look for, uh, but, you know, it's not really his fault. Uh, and they just need other players to step it up. And I feel like most of the merit isn't because – uh, yeah, I feel like uh, they're not losing these games because they're playing bad. Uh, I feel like it's the Rockets. The Rockets are being amazing. Uh, James Harden, obviously at that point guard, it's weird to see, but it's working. Um, the whole team is working together. And it's been weird to see. Uh, right now, the, like, the best series is probably the Clippers and the, the Mavericks, just because those games are a little closer um, and, and, you know, this series is definitely disappointing. Uh, I don't think it'll, it'll go to seven now because it is hard to come back from a 2-0. And, you know, Russ is coming back. Uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard to predict, but uh, I think the Rockets will pull this out. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, I did predict the Thunder to win the series, um, mostly because of the absence of Russell Westbrook, but that has not affected uh, the Rockets at all. Um, they're still playing. Uh, great basketball night in night out um, even without Westbrook Eric Gordon has really stepped up uh, to the occasion um, which leads me to my next point we've seen uh, Houston put on a dominant show we've seen Toronto uh, have no slippage um, they're up 3-0 against uh, Brooklyn um, and, and and we've seen uh, three big losses um, you know, we've seen a, a loss from uh, each of the big the quote-unquote big three teams and it leads me to my next point is that I think we might have to start considering uh, definitely Toronto and maybe even Houston in that first tier of teams. What do you think? Um, yeah, Toronto for sure. Um, but, you know, Houston um, right now, if they keep playing, uh, if all the world players keep playing like they're playing right now, uh, definitely because – you know, uh, especially right now with uh, the the one season, the the two seeds, uh, except for Toronto, uh, just not being that great. Um, and you know, you have players that are just not contributing at all. Um, Toronto and the and the Rockets, I feel like they should be, uh, because you know, uh, well, 
before the playoffs, we'd probably say tier one, uh, Lakers, Bucks, and Clippers, uh, and then Rockets. I don't know. I feel like they'd probably be even in maybe a tier three. Uh, but, you know, Russ is coming back. Um, and if, you know, uh, he comes back as the Russ that we know, which he probably will, and uh, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, Rocco, all keep playing like they are, uh, I feel like they, we can bump them up to that one seed, uh, to that one tier. Uh, but, you know, Toronto is also an amazing team. Uh, we have talked about them before. They're definitely underrated. Um, and, you know, they are taking a, a 3-0 lead uh, over the Magic, uh, which, you know, it's probably uh, – wait, did I say Magic? I meant the Nets. Um, uh, and, you know, it's an easy series. Uh, and, you know, I feel like we could put them up uh, at that number one especially in this playoffs because, you know, the Bucks they only have one player. Uh, LeBron is not playing great. Um, and, you know, those role players are just not doing it. And then you have Pandemic P. Uh, it's been hard for those um, one-tier teams. So I feel like we should put the Rockets and the Raptors up there. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, going around the league, um, I've been super surprised – with the Utah Jazz versus Denver Nuggets series. You know, I just completely mm -hmm. read that wrong. Um, I thought the Nuggets were the way better team. And, uh, you know, I, I, I predicted them to win in six because I thought, you know, Utah uh, would uh, steal a couple games. But Utah is just flat out better. Um, I expect them to win the series now. They're up 2-1. They've had two blowout wins. They should have won game one. Um, but, uh, I mean – we talked about it on the last podcast and, and I said, I thought it was bad for Utah because, you know, they had a guy put up 57 and they still lost. Um, but, but I mean, same goes for, uh, for the Nuggets. They had Jamal Murray uh, go berserk in the first game, especially at the end. Um, and then uh, it has disappeared these last two games. And, you know, it's, it's really hurt them. Uh, you know, he only had 12 points uh, in the la in game three, and I think he had even maybe even less than that um, in game two, shooting terrible from the field. Um, and they only put up 87 points uh, in this bubble with, you know, a lot of teams just not playing defense. 87 is terrible. Yeah, this game three is terrible. It's just terrible. You had two players going over 10 points, and one went 12 and another went 15. This is unacceptable. Uh, the Nuggets are supposed to win. I was going to say it was it was going to seven, uh, especially after that that first game. Uh, but you said, and, you know, I, had, I ended up agreeing, uh, Mitchell, you know, I don't think he can keep up this, uh, what, he, what he did, uh, but he did. Uh, and then you had Jokic uh, in game two was fine, 28 and 11. But then Jamal Murray was just not great. And, you know, you had starters like Torrey Craig Smith, uh, Smith, which uh, – did I say Smith? Does he have a Smith? I swear he has a Smith. Okay. Just Torrey Craig uh, putting up zero points and playing 27 minutes and guarding the shooting guard, which is Donovan Mitchell. I mean, what the hell is going on? Because – you know, MPJ puts up 28 and then puts up five. That that shouldn't happen at all. Uh, Jokic, 20, 28. Uh, wait, do they put up the same, num same numbers or am I messing this up? 
uh, because uh, yeah, they put up the same same numbers, uh, 28 for both, and then one scores five and another scores 15. Jamal Murray puts up 36 and then 14 and 12. What the hell's going on? This team is, you know, they've played together for a while. Obviously, MPJ is a rookie, uh, but you know, uh, Jamal and even Paul Millsap uh, and Jokic, obviously, they've played together for a while. They should be better than the Jazz, and they're just being really inconsistent. You know, you can't say they're bad because, oh, Jamal Murray, he put up 36. Oh, and PJ, he put up 28. Jokic put up yeah. 28. But then the other two games are ass, and that's unacceptable. Uh, that that shouldn't be happening. Uh, and, and you know you could have some inconsistencies, but when the whole team is inconsistent like that, and the Jazz are still putting up uh, thirty uh, with Donovan Mitchell, and the whole team is playing amazing, I feel like they can honestly lose. They need to well, work. And, and and that leads me to, or uh, it takes me to my next question: Is do you think they should uh, break break this combo up this offseason? Is this core? Uh, do you think they can work to, you know, make a run at the championship? I feel like it's not really the problem of uh, just just Jamal and, you know, Jokic, uh, because also what would they even get? Like, do you have any trade ideas? Because honestly, which team needs a point guard right now? Uh, because if they traded up Jamal, uh, they would need someone else, uh, another point guard. I don't feel like the market's that big. Um, and, you know, I feel, I feel like they just need some other role players that can be more consistent, uh, that know how to play that role well. Uh, and, you know, there are a few role players that, that can do that. And I feel like that's a really important piece. Uh, so I feel like you could give it one more season or half a season, uh, see how it's going, because it's also hard to evaluate. Um, because, you know, uh, in the season, they were the third seed uh, playing great. And then in the playoffs, they just fell off. Uh, and even though some players are being good, like MPJ, uh, it's, it's inconsistent, you know. Uh, they're a good regular season team, but in the playoffs, they've just been not good at all. Uh, and, and, you know, it's weird. Last year, they also lost uh, to the Blazers, which was an upset. Honestly, uh, if, if they got a good trade, uh, if, they got a, if they got back a good point guard, I'd probably do it because it's not working at all. You just need a consistent player that knows how to play that role and then sign some other role players. I feel like you need to take off uh, Paul Millsap's contract. That is huge. Uh, and, and, you know, to sign some role players that know how to play that role and that can contribute nightly because if Jokic takes uh, a night off and has a bad game, at least they can step it up or, you know, just be consistent because that's what they're missing, consistency. Uh, and I feel like right now uh, the regular season uh, – isn't a good uh, a good evaluating point because uh, you know both seasons this year and last year they have been good uh, in the regular season but then in the playoffs they haven't been uh, that same Nuggets um, so honestly if they got a good trade I probably do it um, I, I feel like they should start looking at trade offers um, I, I don't think it's a desperate move right now I don't feel like they need to be going all in and breaking breaking it up. Uh, but honestly, if they got a good point guard back or shooting guard and they can sign a good playmaker. Or draft picks, too. Draft picks. Uh, you know, maybe they get a Cole Anthony trade up in the draft. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I feel like they should be looking. I don't feel like it's that, you know, desperate right now. But yep. 
yeah, I feel like it's important. You know, they just need to make that push. Uh, Denver is a good team, has a good team, uh, but it's not just not working. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and there, there's two more series that we're going to quickly, quickly go over. Um, uh, Philadelphia is down 3-0 to Boston. Um, we expected them to lose, but, I mean, it's been just terrible. Brett Brown needs to get fired. He can't, cannot make uh, any adjustments to his game plan, um, and they're just getting exploited every single time. Um, they don't have a way to stop Tatum and Brown. Um, and Kemba has been uh, pretty nice. Um, you know, he hit the dagger uh, the uh, yesterday in yesterday's game, um, put up 24, and I'm liking what I'm seeing from Boston. Um, I still, without Hayward, it worries me um, when they go up against Toronto um, in the second round. But I, I still think with Tatum, with Brown, with Kemba, uh, with Tice, with all the role players um, around them, they can put up a, a, a chance. And then um, Miami and Indiana, which, uh, you know, originally we thought could be a very close series, but we both predicted in, in Miami to win in five. We read this one pretty right. Um, they're just the better overall team. Uh, they're up 2-0 in the series right now, and they're playing uh, today. So what have you seen, just quickly, uh, from both of these series? Because I think we know the results, what they're going to be. Yeah, uh, I feel like Philly can be swept uh, because they've been doing – I mean, Joel has been doing everything he can, literally, that he can possibly do. Uh, and, you know, it, it's sad. Um, it, it is really sad, honestly, because Joel Embiid, is one of the most talented players that we've had. Um, and, you know, it's just not working. Uh, you know, there are games that he's just sitting on the bench uh, just contemplating in the position he's in right now because, you know, he's putting up great numbers. He's doing everything he can, and they're still losing. Uh, like you said, Brad Brown probably needs to be fired. Uh, they need to make some adjustments. Uh, they're playing out Hor- paying out Horford. Uh, a max salary basically to be a role player Tobias Harris a max superstar salary uh, one of the highest in the league to you know also be a role player it's not working at all uh, the Heat made that trade uh, for Jimmy which was insane uh, because they went all in on Jimmy they traded their best role players uh, to get Jimmy and they just let him go and he got Josh Richardson in return. That's just the stupidest thing ever. You shouldn't have gone all in on him and then tra- trading him away. Uh, I feel like you should have probably traded even Ben Simmons. I don't care because you traded literally what you need right now, which are role players, to go all in on Jimmy and then you let him go. That's a terrible move. Um, Brett Brown needs to be fired, uh, but also in the offseason, there need to be a lot of changes. Uh, it's just not working. They need to break everything up restart the process. I don't care. Just do it because it's not working at all. Uh, they made some terrible moves uh, in the soft season. It's just not working. And then um, what was the other series again? Uh, Miami. Uh, like you said, we've read it right. Um, they're, they're probably going to win in four or five. Uh, and I've been saying it before. Jimmy Butler has been waiting for this chance to prove himself as a good leader, as being that sole star. He never got that opportunity. That's literally everything he was looking for. And he said in an interview, uh, it just gives me a chance to be me. You know, it, it gives him a chance to be himself, uh, to be that leader, to be that star. Uh, and he doesn't need anybody else. And he's shown it. The Heat are better than the Sixers. I thought they can even put up a fight against the Celtics. Um, they're a good team. Uh, and, and, you know, 
literally uh, a lot of consistent players, uh, literally the opposite of someone like uh, L.A. or the Nuggets or the Sixers. Uh, it's not working uh, for a lot of those teams, but the Heat, they're looking great, uh, especially for this year and, you know, even more for next year. Uh, I feel like it's just going to be great if they get one complimented piece, which they basically already have uh, in Bama Bio. I feel like they could be uh, in the same par as someone like the Celtics. Um, but, you know, the Celtics are an amazing team. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I feel like Philly is going to be swept, and hopefully this opens up their eyes uh, to how bad um, some moves, uh, to how bad the moves they're being, they've been doing are, you know. Yeah. Um, and I do think that Miami should be in that category um, of Philly uh, – or uh, of Boston, I mean um, – Maybe not uh, at the level of Toronto just yet, um, but I do really love their team um, and the way the the stuff that Duncan Robinson has provided them, um, Goran Dragic even. Uh, I, I like their team, um, and I think they're going to make a real push to Milwaukee in the second round. Yeah, um, they have what basically every other top-tier team is looking for right now. Them and the Rockets yeah. is that consistency uh, with that role player uh, or role players, uh, like you said, Duncan Robinson, Gordon Dragic, that know their roles and they come in every night and they do it well. A lot of those teams don't have that. And I feel like that's why the Heat are rising and a lot of the, those teams are looking to break up their team or just not being good at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, there are some games today. We're going to do a pick against the spread. Um, last time I lost, you won. We're tied. Uh, 2-2. Um, let's start out with you. What is your pick for the day? So for today, I have the Rockets winning by two. Um, I mean, no, no, the Thunder are the, you know, the team that are predicted to win by two. Um, so I have the Rockets winning as the underdog, technically, no, I guess. The, no, the, the, the Rockets are favored by two. Oh, did it say a plus or a minus? Yeah, it's, it's, I oh, it's mean, it a said plus. a plus for the for the th Thunder. Yeah, so the Rockets okay. are favored. You're taking them minus two. Yeah. I mean, okay. I was going to take an underdog, uh, but, you know, today we have the games um, that are just, you know, the, those top seats. Uh, I don't feel like there's really a space for taking an underdog. Uh, I don't feel like it could – I guess I could go um, in with the Blazers, uh, but honestly, I, I, because right now they have the same schedule of teams playing the same days. I feel like if we take uh, if we do another another pod another day, uh, which is not these same teams, I probably take an underdog. Uh, but you know, today I will take the Rockets. I mean, uh, I f I'm pretty sure Russ is coming back this game. Am I right? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I. I would assume not. I think they're going to still rest him just because if they get in trouble, maybe they'll pull him out. Sure, um, sure. But I'm guessing they're trying to get him to 100% uh, health. But Yeah, but even um, even then, um, the Rockets yeah. are the better team. So I'm taking him by two. Um, next spot, I'll probably take an underdog just to mix it up. Um, and, and, you know, uh, that's my pick. Yeah, so I, I wanted to go with an underdog. I've gone mostly favorites here. Um and I'm looking around the board. I really, really wanted to take OKC because it is desperation mode. They need to win this game. Otherwise, the series is over. Um, but I just can't do it. Um, uh, I don't trust them at all. So, But I'm taking Portland. I mean, I don't feel great about it. 
but that's the direction I'm going. Um, and I mean, the case for them is, you know, Lillard went out of game, uh, game two. Um, they basically just had a rest game. They've been going hard for 10 straight games out here uh, in Orlando. They finally got, you know, took a game off pretty much. Um, and they're looking to uh, uh, bounce back. And obviously Terry Stotts is a pretty good coach. Um, he needs to make adjustments on how to defend Anthony Davis. Um, that's the reason they are going to lose this series. Um, but at the same time, it's another one where if they lose the series, go down 2-1 against the Lakers, um, it's not looking great for them. Uh, so it, it's almost – I wouldn't say a must win, but it's almost a must win uh, for Portland yeah, if they want to stay honestly, alive in the series. Even though I love LeBron, he's my favorite player, I do want them to lose this game. Uh, I feel like they need to open up. I feel like LeBron needs to go off um, on some of those role players that are just not contributing at all. So, you know, go Blazers. I don't care because they need to open up their eyes uh, because they just need more consistency like the Heat. Uh, And and, and it's not working at all. Uh, Hopefully um, they can do that and win this game uh, because I like LeBron, like I said. Uh, But, you know, honestly, I want them to lose this game. Uh, The Blazers – it's going to be a hard game. Uh, like you said, they've just been going 10 games straight. Uh, it's been insane for them. Uh, but, you know, let's see if they can pull it out. Uh, well, I feel like- yeah. And, and, and the Blazers are plus eight. Um, so all I need to do uh, them to do is keep it uh, within eight and I win uh, the bet. So um, I, I do like, those odds because I think you know Lillard is gonna be fighting for every chance he gets because he's he's got to know that this is pretty borderline must win uh, for the Blazers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you, I guess. I mean, I don't think anybody would take the Magic over the Bucks by twelve. Uh, the Bucks are uh, gonna win by twelve. That's what they're saying. Um, but honestly, I feel like that's a possibility. Uh, I feel like I guess you could take the Pacers um, over the Heat. Uh, but, you know, the Heat um, are playing amazing. Uh, so, yeah, the Blazers, so they have a chance, you know, winning this game. Uh, hopefully uh, some some players can in the Lakers can just, you know, step it up uh, and, and just get on that playoff mindset. Uh, I know it's new for a lot of players like Kuzma, uh, but, you know, I don't care. You're playing with LeBron. Uh, if you mess, mess this up, you're going to get traded uh, because LeBron is getting up there in age. Uh, this might be one of his last years. Um, so let's see. Yeah. Um, and before we go, just uh, uh, one word from you. Um, the draft lottery did happen uh, about two days ago, I think it was. Um, so I want one prediction from you uh, for who the Minnesota Timberwolves will take at number one. You've got to bring it up, right? You've got to bring that draft lottery. <laughs> no, bro, no. Okay, that that was – I try to forget that. Um, with the number one pick, they're going to take Anthony Edwards. I, I think I agree. Um, I think that's uh, – the Warriors are sitting at two. I think that's who I would want the Warriors to take. Um, I do think there's a chance they take Wiseman and go Twin Towers. Um, yeah, also, you know, we were watching it together. Uh, they said uh, that Minnesota needs to develop that defense – and, you know, you brought it up that they've never been able to do that. Um, most players get worse. Uh, but let's see. I still think Anthony Edwards uh, will be number one. He's an amazing player. Um, I am literally praying that somehow, some way he falls to five. I would give my house for that to happen. Uh, I don't care. I'll live on the street. 
just okay. That was sad to see, man. That was terrible. At least for the Cavs, this is not, you know, a loaded draft class at the top. It's pretty deep. Yeah. Um, it goes, you know, into the teens uh, for a lot of good role players. But okay, um, I'm going to say this. There's not a lot of superstars at the top. Uh, if the Bulls take uh, Denny of Deja, uh or Obi Topin, uh, Toppin or Topin, I don't, I don't know. And we don't take either one of those players that the Bulls didn't take. I'm done with the Cavs. I'm just <laughs> so done. Because last right. year we took – Garrison, okay, I, I was going to go off on the camps ramp. You know, we're not even in the playoffs. It's supposed to be a playoffs recap. So let's end it here. Yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Two-Way Podcast, and we will see you later.